Hi, everyone. I'm Kimberly Garner, and this is episode one of the Naked Files. And today we're talking about desire. And I think, I think desire gets a bad rap. I think that, well, first of all, there's, there's two types of desire. There's big D desire and little d desire. And there's a little bit of a fuzzy line between them, but this will help distinguish between the two. And I like to capitalize certain words. So with desire, little d desire is the desire that is driven mostly by the ego. Okay. So it's, it's the part of us that just wants to be accepted and wants to belong and to be loved and to fit in. And big D desire is sort of oblivious to the rest of the world. Big D desire is listening to that inner fire and then that inner spark within us. And so that desire is really related to our big values. It's what gets us excited to get out of bed in the morning. Now, the little d desire, it is also related to our values, but it's approaching it from an insecure perspective. And the big D desire is approaching what it wants because it invigorates and enlivens the spirit. Okay. So when you think about desire, Associate it with self-care, associate it with enthusiasm and empowerment and being inspired. So this is the desire that is what we're meant to experience in this life and what fills us up. And our desire is like our unique fingerprint that we leave in our life and So in that way, our desire is really unique to who we are, what you want and what gets you excited and what you just lose yourself in time. That's different than what it is for me. And for me, what I love and what gets me excited is very different than it is for other people. And so when you think about desire in this way, it really makes sense that each one of us is meant to fiercely and it, like exhilaratingly follow our desire. Because if every one of us has something that lights us up, that we're passionate about, and it's different from everyone else, imagine what this world would be like if every single one of us followed our desire and created a life that was revolving around what our desire is. That's what living the adventure of life is because once we satisfy what we want, all of a sudden it changes and we want something else. And so when you look at desire in this way, you see how our desire is leading us along the path of our own personal and natural evolution. So to me, desire is the most important thing in our life. And also in this regard, you know, I like to look at things um, from a primal, primal perspective, a universal perspective and a personal perspective. And our desire is what keeps us alive. It's what keeps us surviving 
If we're feeling cold, we have a desire to feel warm. If we feel lonely, we have a desire for companionship and connection. And so following our desire is listening to the cue from life. Our desires actually, our feelings are life's way of pointing our shoulders in the direction of our dreams. So our desire is life communicating with us and pointing our shoulders in the direction of our dreams. So when we're feeling discomfort, that's life pointing our shoulders toward our desire. Oops, don't go that way. And there are two types of desires and we're not going to get into, I mean, there's two types of discomfort and we're not going to get into discomfort in this episode because I really want us to focus on why our desires are legitimate and why our desires need to be taken seriously. So this idea that being like following your desire is selfish needs to get tossed out the window and it's worth redefining what we mean by selfish. So being selfish, think of it as the big S self, okay? Your your truest essence is your being more selfish in the best way, okay? You're focusing on you and your higher self and your inner knowing and your inner being and your desire and what makes you excited about your own life, okay? That is not selfish. That is the opposite of selfish because if each one of us follows this inner voice, we are going to make the world a better place and we have to be willing to put our needs before someone else's. Like that's when we're on an airplane and they say, if we're going to crash, take the oxygen and put it over your mouth before you put it over your child's. That's for a reason because you're not going to be any good to anyone else if you don't have your oxygen mask. And our desire is like our oxygen mask. So it's imperative we take our desire seriously. Now, the other thing with desire, when we take our desire seriously, we have this doubt that comes up like, oh, that's probably not realistic. I probably shouldn't want that. Or "Mm, that's too much. I probably shouldn't ask for that. I would be happy with just this thing. Like, don't do that. Like, get, get excited about your desire. Like, let it be big. Let it be larger than life. Because when we focus on something we want, there's a good chance we're going to get it. When we don't know what we want, there's a good chance we're not going to get it. (laughs) Okay. So if we want the life that makes us so excited to get up in the morning and puts a smile on our face every single evening, we want to get really clear about our desire and we want it to be big. We want it to be exciting. We don't want to just say, oh, I'll I'll compromise and I'll settle for this. That's enough to make me happy. No, go big, go big with your desire. Okay. So don't doubt your desire. Don't minimize, minimize your desire. Don't put it in a container that you think um, is going to make you, oh, how do I want to say this? You know, when you, you go to someone's house for dinner and 
it looks amazing and you really want a big piece, but you'll settle for a small piece because you don't want to look rude or you don't want to take more than your fair share. We're not doing this with our own desire. We are taking the whole cake. We're taking as much as we want, as big as we want. We're not going to marginalize our desire. We're not going to doubt our desire. We're not going to expect what we don't want. A lot of times, in our mind, we expect what we don't want. This is all working with the subconscious mind. We want to expect what we want and we want it to be big and juicy and exciting because here's the thing. What if we actually can get what we want? What if we name what we want and it's big and juicy and we address the obstacles in our mind and in our life and we align the space of our mind and our subconscious and our external environment with what we want, what if we're going to get it? What if we have this magic wand that's called the power of our mind and the power of our words and the power of our imagination and the power of our space? What if we can get everything we want and we get one shot at it? Do we want to just settle for the small thing that we would be mostly happy with? Or do we want the whole thing, like the whole enchilada? We want to go after what we really want. Okay. So (laughs) that's what I want to say about following our desire. Our desire is life's way of communicating with us. If we have a desire, that is our proof that it's It is within our reach because everyone has a different desire. My desire is different than your desire. So the fact that we have a desire is telling us it is within reach. It's life's way of communicating with us. And when we feel our desire, that means when we feel our desire alive within us, that means we're moving toward what we want. Okay. That's what makes our life meaningful. Let's change the way we think about being selfish. Going after your desire is not being selfish. That's the whole reason we're alive is to go after our desire. Now, there's a concept that I talk about, and I'm not going to go very deep into it here, but I want to make this connection really stand out for you with desire. So the life cycle of a thought, you know how there's a lot of talk right now about thoughts turn into things. And I believe that's true. But I think there's one point that's being missed at this moment is that the life cycle of a thought really turns into um, feeling. And it's the feeling that is the the creative power. And a lot of people call it manifesting. I call it, it's more being aligned. Um, But it still gets you the end result that you want. So we have a feeling, we have a thought, we have a thought, and that thought turns into a feeling. And that feeling has an energy to it. And that energy is what it's an, it's an electromagnetic energy. And that is what attracts what we want in our life. And so when, so this life cycle is we see something in our physical environment and the five senses pick it up and the subconscious mind gets a cue associated with a memory. 
and it sends this cue to the, the, the mind and the mind gets a thought. Sorry, it's already within the mind. So <laughs> the subconscious cues a thought and then the thought generates a feeling. And this feeling is electromagnetic in nature. It affects our energy. So when you see someone and they haven't said a word, but you can tell by their body language that they're really angry or really sad or really excited, that's what our feelings do. So with we, it, we can be nonverbal with our feelings, but because it's it creates our energetic output. It's our energetic feeling and it radiates out and it attracts in. And so that is what makes our desire so important because our desire is directly related to our feelings. And so when we follow our desire, we are activating our feelings and our feelings are the electromagnetic juice that's going to attract what we want because it's how we're being. So no matter what, we're attracting how we're being. Okay. That's just a given. However, we are being in our body is attracting. So if we can be aligned with our desires, then our feelings are going to be empowered and inspired with what we want. And so this is why our desire is so important in our life because it's our desire that's the juice behind our feelings that's creating the life that is becoming and unfolding in front of us. So does that make sense? I hope it does. Um, all right. Our desire. Our desire is the most important thing in our life because it guides us on the path of our natural unfolding. Our personal evolution is dependent on us following our desire. Enjoying a meaningful life is based in our desire. Our desire is life's way of communicating with us. So we want to make sure every day we are connected to our desire that every day we're holding this vision in our mind and our imagination for the life that we are creating this life that we cannot wait to be living. But it's also right now too. Like what can you do every single day that taps in to your desires? Our desires are attached to our values. And so when we're following a life that we want, we're also satisfying these values that give our life more meaning and more satisfaction. So our desires are attached to our feelings. They're attached to our values and our desires are what help us to live a richly rewarding, meaningful life. And it doesn't matter what we're doing as long as it fulfills our inner desire. That's it for today. I hope you have a lovely, lovely day. If you have any questions or thoughts or comments, feel free to send me, send them my way at Kimberly at holisticinteriordesign.com. I'll be changing that email soon, but for now, that's the best one. Okay. Have a great day.